0: And don't make up. We to you we leave well, good, morning, to you good morning
1: good morning god morning great morning i feel like it's been a very long time since we've been together but it's the holidays fault um i pray that you all are well have been doing well and are excited about what is happening on today It is Monday Morning Manna and I am excited for, um, today I'm excited to hear the word, the word of encouragement um, and to hear from our guest speaker on today. But before we do that,
0: uh,
1: where your girls at? Tag a friend to ensure that they catch today's call. And then I'm gonna open us up in prayer. I'm thankful for today. I'm grateful for today. Um, And I'm thankful to God that he saw fit to wake me up this morning and to start me on my way. Had it not been for him, I wouldn't be here on this morning. Despite feeling a little under the weather, God is yet good and he is yet on the throne and he is yet making ways, he is yet providing. He is yet our healer. He is our promise keeper, and he is our way maker. God is the lily of the valley, you guys. He is our bright and morning star, and without him, we can do nothing. But with him, we can do all things. And I'm thankful to that on this morning. Good morning, Kara. So look, Father God, we thank and praise you and we magnify your name. We glorify you for who you are and for who you've been. God, we thank you that you are the living God, the only true and living God.
0: And we thank you that
1: you woke us up this morning and that you saw fit to start us on our way. God, we thank you for the activities of our limbs. We thank you for breath in our body. And we just thank you on this morning, Lord God, for safety, for provision, for your promises are yes and amen. God, we thank you on this morning for dying on the cross for us. We thank you for saving us. And Father God, as we continue to go about today, we'll offer up a word of praise we'll keep a song on our lips and a word to our heart, Lord God. And we'll be careful to give your name, the praise, the glory, and the honor. So listen, for some of you who haven't signed into StreamYard in a couple of weeks, please make sure you go back, click the link so that I can see who I am talking to this morning. There are several of you who's, names are not coming through. So, again, go back, click the streamyard.com forward slash Facebook link and make sure you reconnect and give Facebook access, actually give StreamYard access to your Facebook. I just pinned the link for you all. Um, So make sure you handle that on this morning so we'll know who we're talking to. So listen, without further ado, though, I'm gonna um, ask Ray. I'm gonna bring Raven in, and I am thankful for her. Yes, I'm thankful for the Jesus that lives on the inside of her that she displays even at this young age. Um, and I'm I know that there is a word on the inside of you. So Raven, thank you again for saying yes. I know she was like uh, Auntie uh, Tan. This girl, to called me on here on this platform, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> Hopefully, Tan says she good people. She good people. Listen, she ain't have nothing but good news to Listen, say. And I, I, I wasn't you. concerned about that anyway, because our interactions have been nothing but pleasant and positive. Yes. I, um, I appreciate your yes, and I'm thankful for what God has placed on the inside of you. So I'm going to work your comments, and you just go ahead and do what God has commanded you to do.
2: Absolutely. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, ladies. Um, It is such a pleasure and a privilege to um, just bring the word this morning. Um, I know it's it's, it's bright and early in the morning and we're used to this, but sometimes it it could be a little struggle. And so um, I just want to talk this morning. Um, about something special. But first, I just want to introduce myself a little bit um, just for a, a minute or two um, so that you all are familiar with who I am. Um, I am a wife, of course. Um, my husband and I will be celebrating 10 years next month. Um, and we have four kids, uh, four amazing kids. They're smart. They're 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 just great kids. Um, And we live in Tracy. We just relocated back here from North Carolina about almost eight months ago, I believe. Um, So it has been a time of adjustment. I'm originally born and raised here in the Bay Area, Um, actually from San Francisco, specifically born and raised in church. My granddad's a pastor. Um, So yeah, this is my life. Um, So um, I'm going to go ahead and get started Um, And I want to uh, discuss uh, with you all this morning a word that is referenced several times within um, the Bible text. um, And the word is salt. Uh, We know lot looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. We know that we are called to be the salt of the earth. Uh, We know that there are quite a few other scriptures that pertain to the word salt. But in this case today, um, I'm actually going to be referencing Colossians 4 and 6 um, from the Amplified Version. And it reads, let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant, seasoned with salt so that you will know how to answer each one who questions you. Um, And the word of the Lord is already blessed. So um, in the ancient world, uh, just as it is today, salt was used to preserve food and enhance flavor. Um, And years ago when I was learning how to cook Um, I'm slowly creeping to 40 now, but um, as I was learning how to cook uh, some years back, I would often request uh, different recipes and Things and information and just gleaning from my from my grandmother and my aunt who uh, Nisi just referred to as Tanya. That is my blood aunt. That's my mom's sister. Um, but I, I I look up to her and I, like she's like just the, the most amazing person. So I would use her my grandmother uh, frequently as um as sounding boards and as uh, models. Uh, My grandparents have been married for, I believe, about 67 years now. Um, And at the time, or during those years, uh, my aunt is now widowed. So, um, but they, her and her husband, my uncle Carl, they were married for about 30, I think 31 years. Um, And so I'm going somewhere, just bear with me. But So because they were seasoned in marriage and seasoned uh, with life experiences and such, I would often seek out what tools they used and the tools that they had that could actually help me to be as half a good of of a woman and a wife as they are. Um, And so here I am learning how to cook back some years ago. I'm learning how to cook, getting the recipes. Um, My grandmother gave me recipes I requested, some of them, not all of them. (laughs) But then she'd say things like, I can't really tell you how much of the seasoning to use because it's based on your own expectations. So my taste buds are different than yours. And just like that, you know, you know that you can under season food and then you can over season food. And so to specify her explanation, she used a phrase that we often hear in our community and in our culture is season to taste. So which means that, Just what she said, it's all based on how I like my food to taste. And so I knew that with cooking, it's not solely about how I like it, but I had to be conscious and aware of those who I was also cooking for, right? Those who were gonna consume my food. I knew that the flavor or lack thereof could make or break the meal. It's not always in the preparation, um, when it goes into the oven, the degree and the temperature that you put the food on and how, uh, how you cook it or how long you cook it, but the seasoning matters too. It matters so much. I knew that that affected my meal. I knew that certain seasonings and mixtures created magical flavors. And then there was other mixtures that just did not work. Right. And so I'm going to be real honest. Um, <laughs> as I was learning, sometimes I over seasoned my food. Right. Sometimes I under seasoned my food and then sometimes I flat out just didn't pick the right seasoning combinations. It just wasn't it, it didn't always turn out in my favor. But Uh, When I kept practicing and I found my rhythm in the kitchen, I eventually was able to nail the right amount of seasonings, the right combinations, uh, uh, the right mixtures. I was able to figure it out and I was able to navigate better and I had more confidence and I was able to master the recipes and I was able to even at some point venture out on different ingredients. And so I'm still going somewhere if you follow, if you follow me. Um, And um, so this is what God means when he tells us to season our words with salt. So a conversation that is figuratively seasoned with salt is always productive, it's always uplifting, and it's always encouraging, okay? And with pro- productive speech, everyone involved in the conversation should leave the conversation feeling seen, heard, validated, and understood. And so when conversations are productive, there's less confusion or less uh, apt to be confused about what you meant and how you meant it. That's where there's clarity, right? And so... Just like my early days in the kitchen, uh, there are definitely times when I miss the mark in conversation, be it with myself, uh, with God, my kids, and even my main squeeze, my baby daddy, my husband, right? Uh, My main squeeze, that guy, I love him so much. And since we're all wives, most of us understand that we set the culture in our homes. And so if it ain't right, then the house ain't right. If we ain't right the house, is not going to be right. And so some days it's just plain hard to really show up full self. And as Proverbs 31, I don't care how much you prayed. I don't care how much you fasted, you studied. Sometimes all you have to give is Proverbs 30 and a half. I'm going to just keep it a buck, right? Every day is not Proverbs 31. You're not going to get that wife out of me every day. I'm striving to be that, but you ain't going to get it every day. Sometimes I'm missing, right? So if I can keep it real here, even in all the spiritual regimen, And building up in the faith, we are still human beings who mess up daily, daily, daily. We get it wrong. And so uh, in our missing of the mark, there are some of those days where you simply just don't feel like being the bigger person. You don't feel like showing up for everybody else. You barely feel like showing up for yourself. And we don't always get the grace that we give. Let's keep it honest, right? We have kids. We have spouses. We have grandkids. Whatever it is and whatever position you play in your family uh, and position you play in your life, be it even at work. You don't always get the grace that you give. And so your kids be walling out, husband freaking out, job met a mess, boss doing too much. It's a whole lot of things that we experience because life just be life in, right? So uh, even people at church, I mean, life be life in, right? So, but regardless of how things shake and move, we still have a responsibility to choose grace. Our role matters. Our role matters. How we view our role matters as well. And so the vi- the Bible figuratively references those in Christ as fragrances. Second Corinthians two and fifteen calls us the sweet fragrances of Christ ascending to God. So what actually we dish out, God gets a whiff of it, right? So if we dish out an av- attitude, he like, what's that? Oh, you tripping today? And he know exactly where the scent coming from. <laughs> I don't know about you, but actually, the more I think about that, the more I get convicted and I'm like, yo, oh, my goodness. okay, God, I'm so sorry. I stink today. Let me change my attitude. Let me change my approach. Let me refactor. Let me recalibrate. Let me remove some things that I feel that are callousing my approach to grace. And so I don't just want to look good like I represent God, but I want to be the sweet fragrance that God enjoys. If y'all agree, drop it in a comment. You want to be the sweet fragrance that God enjoys. We all want to. That's something that we strive to do. That's something that we should be striving to do. And so have you ever been out somewhere in public and you smell some food and, and, and God, don't be hungry. Right. Like you starving, you smell the food and immediately your stomach start growling like it wasn't even growl. you was already hungry, but your stomach wasn't growling until you smelt that food. You got a whiff of that food and you figuring out, dude, this is it, some food out here. And it's, it, it, and it's making me hungrier. My stomach growling, my mouth watering. And if you're anything like me, I'm a huge foodie. I love food. I love food different cultures of food. I love variety of food. Anything that is edible, that smells and looks good. It got to smell and look good y'all. I'm going to try it. Okay. And so in that, in that space, you start trying to figure out where the smell is coming from, the culture of the food, um, the direction in which the food smell is coming from, right? And if you are hungry enough, and if you have the 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 the, um, the aptitude and the fortitude, you'll go find out where it is, and or or lo- and look up the place, uh, maybe even sit down and order food. That's how that's how our senses work when we smell food, and so God senses us and uses us in that same perspective. He sees us in that same vein, and so this is God how God experiences. Experiences us. Our fragrances travel, right? And so while we're while we are representation of the fragrance, the scent, the aroma, our words in their rightful place should mimic that same thing. They should be seasoned with grace. Right, seasoned with grace simply just makes them easily digestible, um, and so whomever we're speaking to should feel safe enough to consume the words we've essentially prepared. So it's just like that meal that I was talking about, just like those recipes that I was saying that I learned to prepare uh, with my grandmother and also with my aunt, and 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 just those experiences and how they've transcended through time over the years, how they apply even today, right? And so when the verse says, "Season our words so that we'll know how to respond," I believe that tone is included in the how y'all and at this point it's a safe space i can keep it a buck again sometimes i miss the mark on tonation i'm gonna keep it a buck sometimes i don't want to be sweet who gonna who gonna check me, boo? Sometimes I don't wanna be sweet. Sometimes I wanna let everybody have it in that moment and in that day. But I have to keep my flesh into subjection. I have to decide, look, it's not worth it. Cause at the end of the day, you're gonna say something you regret, right? Sometimes I gotta figure it out. Sometimes I gotta say, look, I'm not there, but I gotta get there. Right. I know I I know we all have these experiences, but for me, my biggest challenge is how to choose to respond. And I'm gonna keep it a buck. When my husband asks me a question that he already know the answer to, I mean, I mean, the answer is in front of him, is blatantly obvious. But for whatever reason, he's expecting me to answer it anyway. My kids do it too, and it's like, dude, are you seriously asking me that? Right? It's like most times I'll pause before I start to answer to check my petty meter. Um, that's actually that's actually a thing for me. Is is I have a petty meter because it can go one or, of two ways, right? With no middle ground. So some of you might have a petty meter. If you super save, you probably don't need one, but people like me, people like most of us, you need a petty meter. Okay. And if you're anything like me, that petty meter is there and it helps you to rationalize how to respond before you say something crazy. Okay. So depending on my mood and then depending on the time of the month, we're ladies, we understand. Sometimes I just have the strong urge to choose pettiness for real. And in my response, I can choose pettiness instead of just answering the question. It's so simple. And, and I think that we often we often um negate the fact that we still have a choice even in our experiences, our monthly experiences, and even in our moodiness, even in, uh, uh, uh <laughs> DD, you crazy, even in what we experience, even in what we go through that urge, we can cancel the urge, right? We can say, no, nah, I'm not going to do that today. You know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be petty. I'm not going to be, yes, Wamika, I'm not going to be petty. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to just, I'm going to just make a decision to do what I'm supposed to do. And that's just to be this good wife, be Proverbs 31. I'm not going to be Proverbs 30 and a half today. I'm going to be 31. Okay. So raise your hand for real. If you've been there, y'all raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. You got to choose peace over pettiness. That's right. Didi, we got to choose it. So God really, 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 really don't even care about what time of month it is. I'm going to keep it a buck. He doesn't care about what time of the month it is for us. He don't care about my mood. He don't care about my days, or my days, experiences. He cares about my obedience. At the end of the day, no matter what I do, no matter how I feel, I have an obligation to obey the father. Right. I have an obligation to choose grace. Obedience says to choose grace. And so God gently but firmly urges us, you, me, them, everybody, he urges us to be consistent. This scripture literally says always choose words of grace, not sometimes, not the the 27th day of the month, not on the 30th, not payday, not when you're feeling froggy, but every day of the year, every day of the week, every day of the month, every day, we should be choosing grace and we should be choosing to season our words with grace consistently. We got to choose grace. Even when we don't want to choose grace, that's right. We got to choose it. And so in this vein we have to choose the high road, right? Ain't no wishy-washy with God on that. He said what he said. Like you tell your kids when they say, mama, why you, uh, why you, why I can't do this? Well, it's because I said, I, I said what I said. We have a choice. I said what I said, and this is what it is. This is what, this is what God is saying. And it, and so when God says what he says, in our choice uh, to obey, and as difficult as it might be to follow sometimes in our own fleshly desires and urges, it doesn't excuse us from doing what's right. It does not. Yes, Swamika, it does not excuse us from doing what's right. And let's be very, very crystal clear, if I may, while I'm a wife, I'm a woman first, and I'm a person of my own. Right. My my whole life is not wrapped up into a, a title of who I am to somebody else. It's just not. Before that, I belong to God. Before that, I have a responsibility to myself. Right. So we know that the Bible tells us in Proverbs 18 that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. This tells me that the words I speak matters. It confirms what I already knew, right? And so every word that I say produces fruit, but I'm in charge of the production of how I season my words. Yes, accountability to God is important. We need that. Without accountability to God, who are we? We're nothing, we are just meandering. We are meandering. And so whoever I'm speaking to deserves gracious gracious speech. Gracious speech is important, y'all. It's important. We have to approach. I mean, even when we talk to God, it says, let us come boldly before the throne of grace, humbly, right? That means that we have to take ourselves and push it back and say, I'm coming to God like this, empty, right? Let us start to examine every conversation and every uh, moment of approach to conversation empty. If we come empty, we will not have expectations. That are, uh, that are unreasonable. We will not come into conversation uh, with the means to uh, be heard, but not hear. right? We will not step into environments where we don't belong and saying things that we shouldn't say. Gracious speech, right? Okay, so um, when we're talking about tonation, it's gotta be seasoned with grace. Our speech in, t- in its entirety should be seasoned with grace. Our posture should be seasoned with grace and all things that come with what we say, our body language, everything, it has to be seasoned with grace. And if you're like me, you got to work on them facial expressions because I could literally be fighting back my, uh, a a ream of wrath of words, right? Because I can go there, but even in choosing to be intentional about what I say, it's a struggle to always remember my face. I can't always remember. Sometimes I'm in some settings where internally I'm like, oh God, okay, help me to not think you know, crazy thoughts about where I'm at and where I would rather be other than where I am. But sometimes my face don't be catching up on time. And I, I'm avidly working on that, (laughs) but that accompanies gracious speech because sometimes people see us before they hear us. Right. So we have to be cognizant that how we approach a situation matters here as well as it does here. And so, uh, like I said, y'all, sometimes my mouth be closed, but then what I really want to say be all over my face. And so I just have to, if you're anything like me, you got to kind of practice scaling it back. Grace, grace, grace. We we, we we have to season every portion of who we are with grace. So everything has to, Um. so everything can come into alignment Uh, with the reality of who God is and who he's expecting us to be in him and through him. And we have to let that sink in so that it becomes the full posture of our lives and so we have to intentionally speak speak well of ourselves right we have to lavish ourselves with words of affirmation uplifting words words that speak life into ourselves our families our marriages our homes our surroundings our husbands our kids um everybody that comes in contact with, with us we have to be intentional intentional about speaking well okay our words matter there's there's there 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 may be times where um our words tend to be seasoned with grace but then when it comes to se- self talk we lack grace for ourselves keep it real ladies how we talk to ourselves matters too right um our words carry so much weight so much power so much power and the bible actually tells us that as man as a man thinketh in his heart so is he and so we have to intentionally ask god to hey Lord, come in and clean my thoughts, clear out the dead ones so that my words reflect life. I want everything that I say uh, to 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 have the harvest of something that can be useful. I don't want to grow weeds with the things that I say. I just don't. I would rather say things that have a meaning and things that uh, that 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 breed. Blossoming beautiful fruits, blossoming beautiful flowers, everything good. That's what I want to come out of what I say. And so that it's important that we understand how to build ourselves up in the faith by declaring good things and good self-perception. Good self-perception is essential, regardless of if you've never were affirmed growing up. That don't matter. Maybe you grew up in, a, in, a, in an abusive home or a home with little affection and affirmations, or perhaps you're on your second marriage and the first one stripped you of your confidence and your identity and the way you know you should see yourself. So you struggle with uh you, you struggle to grow beyond that, or perhaps you have uh, you have kids, and when you had kids, they wore you out and you just look like the bag lady, and you just don't see yourself the same way you once did. And maybe for some people it starts with comparing themselves to other women or their marriages, and maybe. You were sexually violated at a time in your life and it's caused you to war with your self-esteem or maybe you had a pivotal point in your current marriage where you're warring on holding on whatever it is cancel it at the end of the day cancel it we have we have to cancel the distractions and the destruction of the enemy because at the end of the day that's where he rests he rests in progressively destructing thoughts that's what he does. He he that he specializes in that. And so what it is is that we, when that happens, we've given him the permission. Okay. And so if he can't, if he can, if he can control our minds, if Satan can c- control our minds and get us to believe that we hold little value, then he'll sow seeds of feeling worthless and useless. And for some people, they struggle to climb out of that depressive state and begin to entertain thoughts of self-destruction. And, and, and then if if he can convince us to minimize ourselves in thought, then our words are already sold. It's tough. It's tough. If, if we allow the devil the space to creep in and, and manage our thoughts and supervise what we think, then what we say, we have no control over that at that point. So at that point, we are compromised before our words are compromised before they even manifest. That's tough. That's tough. But one thing's for sure. The devil is a liar. I know we know this. Nothing true and nothing real comes from him. He attempts to pervert everything that God favors. And I know everybody on this line is favored by God. So we have to daily cancel the missions of Satan. We have to destroy his assignments as we are equipped to push him to a point of abortion. He needs the abort mission, not us. I'm not leaving. You got to go. I belong here. You were not invited. You do not belong here. Satan, you have to go. We cancel your assignment. Your assignment is null and void. And so, whatever he chooses as a weapon, we have to intentionally war with ours. We know what our weapons are. Okay. And we have to war with the word. And we have to begin to declare peace in our minds, peace in our speech, peace in our self talk, and with our children, with our marriages, with every conversation. And then we have to consider our body language okay let everything that we think and say align with the will of God. our disposition has to align with the will of God everything, 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 everything. And as I come to a close, I want to um, I want to pray um, a special prayer for all of us, myself included um I'm very intentional and I never want to exclude myself from, the perf- the perfecting hand of god uh, in my life um and so it's important that in prayer that i include myself not i don't want to pray at people but we are joining together in prayer and so this morning Um, in the spirit. I could hear cries of women who are tired and worn and just needing the fresh wind of God in their lives, in their marriages, in their hearts. And to be honest, we all need a refreshing. It's constant. We should all be asking for a refreshing from God. And so today I want to pray a prayer of grace for us um, as people, as wives, as believers, as mothers, if you're a grandmother, if you're a sister, wherever you are on the spectrum, And even those who are connected to us in other areas of our lives, they may not be on here. Um, They may be, they may be connected with us at work, wherever we all so desperately need the grace of God so that we have the ability to season what we say. And so just before I pray, um, I want to speak to the wife who is living on, in an aerial like experience. And what what do I mean by that, Raven? What do you mean by the aerial experience? There's a revelation, um, right here, and it's it, and it's just like this. An aerial experience, um, is uh is is one that mimics. The Disney movie, The Little Mermaid. Many of you are familiar with that movie. If you're not, go watch it today. If you have time, spend time by yourself. Don't you even got to watch it with no kids. Just watch it by yourself. But in this movie, Ariel has a beautiful voice. She's the main character. She has a beautiful voice, but she ends up in a situation where the villain, whose name is Ursula, big, ugly a uh, crusty lady um who, who who literally villainizes right she's she's set to be the villain in the storyline and so she allows her jealousy to connivingly push her to strip ariel of, of all of her sound hear me y'all ursula takes ariel's beautiful voice in this movie and in the movie ariel's sound was attached to her future and to her freedom And so it had such a command and a resonation. And so what Ursula did was she stripped Ariel of her sound. And so while this is a fictitious movie, the storyline rings true for so many people, for so many wives, for so many women. Some have unintentionally allowed Satan to take the very thing that God has given them to destroy yokes of bondage. So Well, what better way for Satan to do that by binding up the tongue, snatching the voice, taking away the very thing that can change nations, right? So I want to speak to a wife that feels voiceless. Uh, Maybe you suppress your words. Uh, due to childhood trauma, uh, being stripped of your voice, maybe you were told uh, things like "It's better to be seen, not heard," because you were a child. Children don't speak, right? Maybe you uh, want, maybe you want to have a voice of grace, but instead, there's a stronger pull to just remain silent, to to save uh, face, so that there, there's no confrontation. There's a let me explain that there's a difference between. Uh, unhealthy confrontation and healthy confrontation. All confrontation is not unhealthy. So I'm going to submit to you to submit to the change in that spectrum. I want to help counterpunch those paralyzing thoughts with this. The the thoughts of not having a voice and submitting to the devil, um, trying to retrieve what God has given to you, That's the devil's ground, okay? He's conniving and he works to take the very thing that God has given to us as weapons. And that is our voices. The devil is constantly trying to cancel the assignment attached to your sound. And he knows that if he can keep you silent, he's already won. But God is greater. He's the alternative. God is stronger. He's more powerful. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. And uh, his omnipotence uh, will will speak to the restoration of your voice. Whoever you are, your voice matters in the earth and it matters to God. Your words will change nations. They will rise up dead things and they will call forth new life in Christ. So I'm going to go ahead and pray now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to come before you uh, with the word. We thank you for this opportunity for us to join together as a community of women, as a community of wives who love you, who honor you, and who will uh, stand in agreement with you to obey your word. We will be. Uh, we will speak with salt. We will not only be the salt of the earth, but we will speak with seasoned, seasoned with grace. Our words will be seasoned with grace. We will understand the great commission from the perspective as a wife and as a mother, as a grandmother, as a daughter, whatever our positions are in life, God, we will reverence you for your ability to turn things around for us. And so I pray now against the spirit of self-destruction. I speak against Suicide and lack of self-worth. I speak against the urge to retreat in silence and Satan's deception. I speak against that as well. He has no power to overcome the world, but he has the he has no power. But God has given us the power uh, with his with his might and with his spirit. He's given us the power to break yokes, destroy yokes, destroy things that have come against us to otherwise destroy us. And so, Father, we thank you for giving us the ability to call for. We thank you for giving us the ability to bring life. We thank you for the ability to cancel death and cancel destruction of the mind. Father, we thank you uh, that your spirit defeats the spirit of evil. We thank you that your spirit cancels depression. We thank you that your spirit cancels anxiety. We thank you that your, 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 your spirit cancels out self-sabotage and imposter syndrome. And so we call forth uh, the gold in each of us, God. We thank you that there is gold in each of us. We thank you that we are representations uh, of good wives, wives who li- who obey your word, wives who submit and our husbands also submit to us one to another as what we do together in unity and in love. And Father, so we thank you that uh, your presence is well known here on this platform. We thank you for the opportunity for us to hear your word and for us to be obedient and for us to submit. And I thank you that you've given us the the wherewithal to say yes. And as we leave this platform, but not your presence, go with us today. Uh, Let us be with you in your presence. Uh, Give us a fresh revelation and a fresh word uh, that would captivate us and wrestle us down to the ground until we are no longer choosing to be petty, that we are no longer being submissive to things that don't look like how you want us to think, things that don't look like how you want us to say or be or do. And so, Father, we give your name all the glory, honor and praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Nisi is back on you. Amen, amen, amen. Nisi is back
1: on you. Uh, yeah, but don't you leave because amen, listen, amen, amen. Uh, I'm on don't mute. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah, but don't you leave because yeah, listen, amen. that's not me.
1: Uh, I'm on reverb, but I'm good. Listen, um, guilty. Let me just start with me. What's my, Swamika? I swear she's been in our conversations. Um. Guilty, guilty as charged, Ugh. guilty as charged. I'm going to start with me because I can only speak about me. Yeah. thank you, niece. I thank you um, for your word on today that has convicted me personally to speak with flavored words that are not over-seasoned that are not under-seasoned, that are seasoned to perfection. Yeah. It's nothing worse than making an icebox lemon pie and it's runny on the inside. Literally, you go to cut it and it's runny on the inside because the consistency wasn't right. My consistency hasn't been right. You go to cut me and this slice might be firm mm-hmm. because it's set correctly Yeah. but this slice on this side of the pie might be runny. Yeah. So I thank God for your word on today that has convicted me like man um That's all I know to say, um, because uh, all my toes got crunched on this morning. Um, And I hear you on the face trying to catch up and the husband asking you the question and the answer is in front of him. Mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus, that's every day, all day for me. (laughs) I think that's every day, all day for me, too. (laughs) every day, all day. And I'd be like, uh, yeah. And he, I was just asking you a question, but you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Trey, the whole, so you can't see Trey, but that's Trey that said this whole word. Hi, Trey, Trey. Oh, no, actually, that's Letitia. I'm sorry, Letitia. Hey. y'all need to go back and give Facebook. yeah i can't see i can i can
2: see a few names but i can't say okay go back
1: and give facebook permission so we can ensure that we're calling you by your right name um it it just um yeah dd body language language dd already know know the body language is just stank it ain't even foul it's stank it's stank it's all up and down
2: it's you can smell it down the street it's the food that's
1: been in the refrigerator for 2 weeks. And you open the refrigerator and the whole neighborhood smell it. Smell it. Just stinking. You hear me? Um make you want to just throw up literally. Right right in the uh, refrigerator. It's uh yeah. Oh, I don't mm, I don't even know what else to say but um thank you for getting me all the way together. Listen, um, I got myself together. I don't I don't
2: I always want to and I'm gonna say this: like it's always my endeavor to. I can only speak from experience. Yeah, you know it's it's useless to talk at people and to say things that you don't you don't need to work on yourself or yeah. even it, it's we're all all on an active journey. Ain't nobody perfect. None. Ain't nobody. I don't care if you've been married uh, as as long as Methuselah has been alive. You know it that doesn't matter. You know yeah. it is. It, we are all yes. We are accountable. We got to be accountable, period. And so it's it's important that that we not put ourselves above a word of anything, right? If somebody says, look, yo, you tripping today, instead of saying, what? You know, like, maybe you are tripping. Maybe it's just on your face. Maybe you didn't, you right, you didn't, but I ain't saying nothing. You didn't, but your face ain't it, you know? And so it sometimes it is just that we got, sometimes we just got to go look in the mirror physically. Yeah. Let me go look at my face real quick. Let me hold it right there and yeah. let me go look. Or even if I got to pull my phone out and, and and turn the camera around on me so I can see how ridiculous that, that I look. Because obviously if my kids and my husband say it's something
1: wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're two or three, huh? Listen,
2: let it all be established because that's what it is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Didi, that, that's good because Didi said that um, she's really learning to talk to people in the same way that she wants to be yes. talked to. And yes, yes. Um, but we are so quick to forget. Mm-hmm. It has to be. I. I it's almost a die, It. It's not almost. It is a dying to self, Raven. Yeah. And walking in a spirit of love.
2: Happy birthday, Clarice.
1: A godly love because um when you said that when you when you said that God hears you or God smell knows the aroma that's coming from you yeah it, it was like ah we must do everything as unto the Lord but how quickly we are we forget yeah. that everything we do everything we say every look we give. Still has to be unto God because He yes. sees all yes. and He knows all. Yes, and we're Woo! held accountable. We're held accountable to God.
2: He gonna okay. like how? How is it that we can f- we feel safe enough? Hear me out. How do we feel safe enough to treat people the way we don't want to be treated, and then expect God to still lavish us with favor? I'm not even obedient. Why Why should or would he do anything good for me any further than he already has? I already didn't deserve it, but moving forward, why? Yeah. He has every right to be like, nah, you petty. You good. Yeah. Out of here. Yeah. He has every right. He can cancel every, every, <laughs> he can cancel every invoice.
1: Every invoice.
2: <laughs> no <Null> invoice. <laughs>
1: <and> <laughs> the one that he had already paid in Look, for. it's already yeah.
2: sent. Return the cinder. Bring it back, baby. Bring it back. Run it, bike. Run me my coin. Run me my coin. Bring me
1: my money. You understand? Bring me my
2: money. Cause you sleep. That's what it is. You sleep.
1: Wake yes, up. Yes, train. And he sees our hearts. It's just so. Oh yeah. yeah. He. Today was it. a really good reminder. Um, a painful one in some places, but a much needed reminder yeah. that. Um. Nothing we do, right? Nothing yeah. we say um is absent and or apart from God. yeah, it's that part yeah um, nothing, nothing that we say nothing. is apart from God nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing that we do is apart from God. yep I'm gonna have to get that stamped on me um look on me too for real because I forget often, often
2: that, um, and it's so easy to forget, man, you know, like we get so consumed with doing that we forget to be, Yeah. you know, you, you, you get so caught up in your daily regimen. I got to go to the gym. I got to cook dinner. I got to do this. And so in our, in our, in our lives regimens and, and what we do, we're so focused on the next task that yeah. we forget to, we still got to live. I still got to perform. I still got, I still, I, I get caught up in performing that I forget I have to be. I still have to mm-hmm. be a human being. I still have to resonate with my feelings. I still have to process my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And instead of processing, I execute on, in, on impulse, mm-hmm. right? Instead of, okay, let me take a minute. Okay. I know that was a dumb question. And I know in school day it was like every question, ain't no question dumb, but some questions be dumb. Okay. Right. Some right. questions are dumb. If right. you know the answer, it's a dumb question for you to Correct. ask. <laughs> <laughs> like because what 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 reason are you are you really just trying to get me stirred up huh so Why that is our, that is our common thread of thought like you're going down that road it's a rabbit hole now he did this and, and before you know that you like
1: yeah yeah <laughs> we well, here we are chasing one another
2: listen for real like tom <sighs> and jerry
1: yeah um yeah yeah help um, us Jesus
2: who is this yes that's,
1: Trey. that's Trey
2: hi Trey
1: <laughs> um yeah it, it, you know Trey don't you Trey? I do know Trey okay yeah uh I know, I know Trey very well yeah that's what I'm about to say yeah, <laughs> yeah. um who? it's just so oh, yeah the weight the weight of this message um is is literally lying on me. Um, yeah. Love you too, Trey. Trey. It's just, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. So I know I'm not the only one who um, whose toes were smashed this morning. Um, so if this message works for you, Swamika, I already saw your hand raised. Um, is there anyone else who can identify with the being the salt? And not over salty. Yeah, just enough. Just enough.
2: Just with salt. With, with salt, Bay. He do this. Just enough. You it's don't so see
1: him with a handful. It's, no. just a it's just a pinch. It's just a pinch. Just a pinch. And that's what grandmother then yeah. would say, right? It's just a pinch. A pinch, a, pinch. a pinch. a pinch of this. A pinch of that. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's the recipe? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just did it. Cause right. guess
2: what? It's made with love. It's seasoned and, with love yeah, and yeah. grace yes that's it that's it that's what makes a difference don't cook when you're in a bad mood no we all know that you done burnt it. you over seasoned it it's salty and then you weren't wondering and then you mad at the food for messing up you did it yeah so still we have to treat every area of our lives that same way yeah don't overdo it and don't underdo it
1: do it just right Trace said it's a great reminder today Janelle said her hands are raised (laughs) um Trey says, thank food. <laughs> <laughs> Sherelle, that part, right? Um, uh, Dee, Dee says, smile when you want to pop off, baby. Hello. You got to make sure that the smile don't say pop off. Right. Because he'll be like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, yeah, it was a spiritual checkup today. Uh, Clarice, Lord knows we needed it, right? Yeah. Um, Ray, I thank you for your yes again. I thank you for your word today that has come to convict me. <laughs> um, I'm laughing because I needed to be checked, y'all. It's so funny. Um, and God knew. I, I'm gonna check you early in the week. I'm gonna get you on Monday. On a Monday. So you can make it to Tuesday, huh? <laughs> So that <laughs> you get to Tuesday, make it right? It's a re- it's a re- it'll be a reminder for me for the week. Yeah, to get your whole self together. Yeah, um, bring it into submission. Yeah, your attitude, yeah. your jump off spirit. Yeah. your whatever, your steak, your wrong seasoning. Uh, All of the things, right? That we do. um, Didi, (laughs) she's like going to Trader Joe's. (laughs) Listen, Trader Joe's will be Thursday, and this is going to be the comment. I need (laughs) to go get eggs. (laughs) Eggs is equivalent to yes, eggs. But he also goes and gets the Mexican style corn chips. But he'll say he going for eggs. (laughs) Um, Tracy. Love, that's who love ballad is she said she came in came in late but listen i'm gonna need you to go back and catch the whole setup because it was a setup she started off as if she was cooking that like she was like making a, a dinner right and um but then she then she sweetly sweetly because you have to she had to do it in grace and the seasoning had to be right for her to even deliver the message Um, so you got to go back and catch it, um, because she cooked it at the right temperature. Some of us want to rush the food. Mm -hmm. Can't cook it at 400. I know somebody that cooked everything on 400. God help. Can't cook it at 400. Sometimes you got to cook that thing at 325. and Let it slow. For an hour and 35 minutes. Um, and then you got to broil it just to get the crisp yes ma'am right on the outer so sometimes you can't rush the meal yeah in which god is delivering because the flavors won't get into the Ooh, meat yeah they won't get into the meat um the way that he wants them to because it's the fragrance it's the aroma yeah. that needs to be seared mm-hmm. in um Yeah, it. it, So I thank you for the reminder, a necessary reminder for me. I'm gonna just own it for me. And um, Raven and I had not talked, no at all. um, But God (laughs) knew exactly what Denise needed on this morning. Um, So I thank God for you, and my prayer is that God would redeem the time for you, um, as you um, gave of your time for us that he would redeem that time back for you um, in the necessary ways that you need him to do That's so. Um, yeah. And that nothing would go undone in your home today because of how you yeah. gave to the wives who were on today. Uh, um, I'm indebted to you for your share on today. And I thank God for your share. Any other, any other things? Didi said her air fryer is unplugged. I think that's everything. Oh, Shannon said, thank you for the throat check. Hey, Shannon. Right, Shannon. Throat checked.
0: Uh, <laughs> the throat Continue checked. Check.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. For real, for real. Um, yeah. Man. So, yeah. All right. I love you all. Have an amazing love day you. in the Lord. Have a great week. And I'll see you all on next week Monday, unless God says pop up. Um, I'm sure the pop up will be um, a gut a gut check if if He says that because He doesn't bring this word and then not gut check you um, mm-hmm. along the way during the week. So um, be cognizant of your words. Yeah. Let me just say that. Be cognizant of your words. Lace them in grace. And lace them in. I'm going to add sugar to mm-hmm. your
2: sauce. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? Watch right? it. Because sometimes a sprinkle of sugar mm-hmm. will do uh, everything that we need to make happen in your, yeah. your dessert, your dinner. So sprinkle it with a little sugar um, this week. And let's see how far we get with that. Yeah. All right. Love you all. Have a Love great you day. All.